It's Tuesday, February 1st. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the controversy surrounding Joe Rogan and Spotify, the football teams heading to the Super Bowl, and North Korea's latest missile tests. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Comedian, podcast host, and UFC commentator Joe Rogan has responded to the controversy surrounding his show, The Joe Rogan Experience, that is exclusively published on Spotify. Joe Rogan's podcast is a daily long-form show with no time limits or agenda. He has on fellow comedians, UFC fighters, actors, musicians, experts on a wide range of topics, really anyone. While he's been in hot water the last couple weeks, as disapproval has grown over a couple episodes in particular, where Rogan had on doctors and scientists who expressed views regarding the COVID virus that go against much of what we hear from authorities like the CDC or the White House. The guests were Dr. Robert Malone, an infectious disease specialist, and Dr. Peter McCullough, a cardiologist. Musician Neil Young, and then subsequently singer-songwriter Joni Mitchell, gave Spotify an ultimatum, saying that if Rogan's podcast was to remain on the platform, then they wanted their work removed in protest. Spotify responded by saying they don't like the idea of being, quote, content censors and won't be taking down any shows. In 2020, Spotify paid a $100 million licensing deal with Joe Rogan to be the exclusive publisher of his podcast, which is the biggest on the platform in both the U.S. and the U.K., Joe responded to the controversy by saying that while he would be fine with adding some kind of advisory before his episodes discussing COVID-related topics, that he disagrees with the notion that he's maliciously spreading misinformation, and even cited facts that were once labeled as misinformation, but now have been accepted by the scientific community. He says he's just trying to have conversations with all sides of the topic. He pointed out that in addition to the doctors behind the controversy, that he's also had on Dr. Sanjay Gupta, the chief medical correspondent for CNN, Dr. Michael Osterholm, who's on President Biden's COVID-19 advisory board, and Dr. Peter Hotetz from Baylor College of Medicine, who have shared their more mainstream views. This controversy is part of a bigger conversation happening right now around content censoring and even misinformation. With the internet, especially social media, busting the door open for anyone to publish anything, it's become harder for more traditional media to manage narratives like before. You have those that believe that legacy media like cable and network news shows or, say, newspapers are the most reliable sources of information and should still be considered the arbiters of truth. And then you have others that claim that the independent content creators emerging online are able to offer perspectives that the mainstream outlets won't for fear of losing high-profile sponsors or business deals. Platforms popular for independent journalists and creators like Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube have been accused of censoring and banning those who have spoken out against mainstream narratives. So with Spotify siding with Rogan here, we'll have to see if this will change the tide towards more freedom of speech. Sunday marked the last football games of the season before the Super Bowl in two weeks, establishing that it will be the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams going head-to-head. The Bengals haven't been to the Super Bowl since 1989 and have never won the Lombardi Trophy. Super Bowl Sunday this year will be held on February 13th. 
Also in football news, ESPN reported that after 22 seasons, longtime player and quarterback star Tom Brady is planning to retire. But Brady came out and denied having made an official decision yet. But it wouldn't be a huge surprise. He's 44 years old, which is quite old for the NFL, and has already won a record seven Super Bowls and left his longtime team, the New England Patriots, last year. Of course, only to secure another Super Bowl win with his new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers his first season with them. He already has other business endeavors, and it's widely believed that he's ready to start his post-football chapter. On Sunday, North Korea conducted a test launch of an intermediate-range ballistic missile, which reportedly traveled close to 500 miles, enough distance to theoretically reach the U.S. territory of Guam in the North Pacific Ocean. This is the seventh test conducted in January and the first nuclear-capable missile since 2017. North Korea has started testing missiles and weapons again after a few years of relatively low activity. It's suspected that the motivation is a desire for looser sanctions. Apparently, the mostly secret and communist country has been struggling throughout the pandemic and could be taking advantage of the fact that the rest of the world does seem to be pretty distracted currently with other international conflicts, as well as the upcoming Olympics, economic recoveries, and the never-ending management of COVID. North Korea has a history of struggling to be considered a true world power, and its leader, Kim Jong-un, has used tests like this in the past to garner attention. After diplomatic talks with President Trump in 2018, provocations seemed to stall, but have recently started again. It's suspected that these tests may slow as the Olympics approach in China, who's one of North Korea's strongest allies, but some are warning of more tests once the games are over. It's Tuesday, February 1st, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want The News Diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at The News Diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.